if you are a parent listening to this, you probably have seen your son or daughter go stir crazy because they have not been able to get on the court or play against some of their friends. And that can do a lot on a student athlete. I've read messages and had conversations where some kids have literally become depressed and they have not understood how to handle this time mentally. So I had a conversation with a mental sports performance coach, Sawyer Nix, who gave some keys, which is the acronym we focused around during this interview, to coping and thriving mentally in this unprecedented time. So give this a listen and I hope that it helps you the parent and you the athlete. spent over a decade learning how to become a college basketball student athlete and because of that I saved my family $160,000 in student loan debt. Now the real question is can I help you do the same thing? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I give you the basketball secrets that help me earn a free ride and live a full life after the ball finished bouncing. My name is Myson Jones and welcome to the Playmaker Podcast. I have with me here, Sawyer Nix, a mental sports performance coach. Sawyer, how are you doing? Doing all right. Um, I guess considering, you know, the circumstances, I think we all have some challenges um, and, and no one's immune to that, but uh, trying to use some of the things I share with others and apply it to my own life um, and figure out how I can, you know, be mentally tough. Um, in a different way so I literally was going to ask you that so you have acronyms one that was really helpful for me is keys and you use that for uh, advice to athletes in mental performance how do you pivot that to your work or to adults who are in their fields what are their keys to mental toughness? So, so one of the things I've been focused on a lot lately with some of the clients that I do some more uh, traditional mental health counseling with and also to myself is uh, when WIN, what's important now? You know, a lot of things in the future are certainly uncertain. I'm in, I'm in need of a haircut right now, um, but I'm not worried about when that's going to happen. When it happens, it happens. And of course that's kind of trivial. Um, There's some other things that are going on. I've had some, you know, changes in in job and income. And so certainly I can allow that to be something that I constantly worry about or am anxious about. But when I kind of think about what's important now, uh, you can use that in, in sports and also in training, but also personal life, you know, so my goal is, all right, what, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do tomorrow um, to make the most of, of the time I have and what I can do and leave things further out? Um, let those things kind of happen and fall where they may. So for those that are in, you know, sports, you know, everybody wants to get back, you know, without a doubt. Everybody misses their season. Everybody misses their coach, their friends, their teammates. Um, and certainly you know, in life areas, I mean, there's, there's parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and everybody else is kind of facing some struggles. And so the important thing is, all right, what can we do today? What's important now that I can control that's in my realm of possibility, not things that obviously I can't control what other people do. 
Um, I can't control what the government does. I can't control whether the grocery store has hot dog buns or not. You know, those things are certainly outside of our control. And so part of it's just figuring, all right, what can I do today? And how can I focus on those things today? And so that's one of the things, one of the keys that I kind of think about a lot that I'm applying myself is, all right, what can I do to make the most of, of today? Um, and again, it's not the best situation, but we're just trying to make the most of it. So along with focusing on what's important now and focusing on what you can control, how do you advise someone or how do you give motivation or stay motivated? when there is no gain in the foreseeable future there may not be work in any foreseeable future how do you keep that motivation on a daily basis and focus in the present moment well one of the keys you know is key ys keys uh, part of it's keep your head up you know in in basketball it's you know we kind of applied it to keeping your head up running the floor um keeping up as far as your shooting um, just not kind of letting down. So that's one of the things that, um, again, I'm having to apply to myself, but also you can apply sports is just, you know, keep your head up. This is not going to continue for forever. You know, there's going to be a point when we get back together, when we have pickup games, when we shoot, when we run the floor, when we um, have a lot of fun and compete. And everybody can't wait for that to happen. But until then, we have to figure out how to keep our head up. Um, and so if you're at home and some people have um, their own hoops and balls, you know, uh, several people don't figure out, all right, what can I do? Um, you know, does that mean just going out and having some fun and shoot ball to stay loose? Um, does that mean I'll maybe watch some old games? Um, one of the things that's happened is a lot of old film has resurfaced and you can go back and watch some of the greats obviously michael jordan has been coming up a lot uh larry bird and i've constantly amazed on what he can do with a basketball just passes and just distributing the ball and some of his um, shooting skills and things like that and i certainly michael jordan is certainly one of the greatest of all times but i would say larry bird is for me just some of the things he did um, was right up there. Of course, you can go back even further and kind of look at Wilt Chamberlain and, and a lot of the older players and, and just see some of the things they did. Um, and, and that's something cool that maybe we don't normally stop and, and do, um, stop and think. While I'm kind of on stopping and thinking, you know, just be thankful for some of the things we have. Certainly some of us, they're in tougher situations than others, but be thankful that we can um have fun um and figure out how we can just again keep our head up and kind of get through the the day sometimes it's not easy but it, it's kind of coaching ourselves and reminding ourselves hey we can get through the day today's going to be all right tomorrow will take care of itself um and i'm gonna keep shooting i'm gonna keep working i'll keep my head up keep looking forward and that's one of the, the important things so the k and keys k E-Y-S, K was keep your head up. And the E, uh, what would that be? Well, for the E, uh, was that everything has to be earned. Um, and that part of it is also relying on your training. So obviously, we're in a situation now where we haven't had training to go through this situation before. 
So part of it's being flexible, part of it's earning things. You know, when things get started back, there's not going to be a um, automatic. I mean, everybody's going to have to get back to basics, routines, passing, shooting, dribbling. Um, and hopefully those things are being practiced now at home, even a little bit, um, even if it's not as intently as it is during the season. Um, but that's something that is important is that everything has to be earned. Um, and a lot of people that aren't keeping their head up going back to the K during this time are getting passed, just like during a season. If there's somebody that's not bouncing back, being tough, um, when things aren't going well, when they're missing a lot of shots, they either go to the bench or they slide down the depth chart or they can keep forging ahead. And that doesn't mean things are easy, but they can keep moving forward and remembering that everything has to be earned and that they can truly uh, trust their training and what they do know. Um, and so part of that is maybe there's a new situation for people, but all right, what do you know? Um, and so we, you know a lot more. Everyone knows a whole lot more than they give themselves credit for. It's easy to kind of focus on the negative things and panic. But, okay, there's times where you've been in other tough situations. It might be remembering that. All right, I remember I was in a tough situation taking a math test. Or I remember a, a tough game I was in before. Or I remember Myson killed myself in this drill. And I just, you know, but eventually I got it. And I caught on. Or I got through the math test. And I get a, did a decent grade. Or whatever it is, you know, using some of those things. And remember, you've gotten through some tough things before. This isn't the first time you've ever faced adversity maybe some of the things you don't remember but you you've done that before so use some of those memories or some of that training in other situations and, and apply it here that you can earn it you can keep plugging ahead and moving forward um and, and doing your best i like the reminder i know for me it the reminder gives confidence now, I don't want to pull off of that too much, but the reminder helps me recall those previous times that I've done it before. So it's not new. It's not a, it's not a scary. Is that what you see the big benefit of pulling from the, the memories is? Right. And part of it's also perspective. Um, generally, you talk to older folks, you know, grandparents, great grandparents, um, and they can tell you some tough situations that they went through. Um, but things turned out all right, usually if you hear from them. We all, at some point, struggle with tying our tissues when we were four or five. And this is kind of the example I use um, a lot, is if you look at a four or five-year-old, um, they're in agony. I mean, it's like the end of the world for them learning to tie their shoes. It's a massive challenge. And now, I mean, we could tie our shoes talking to someone looking up, not even thinking about it. We, we just grasp it. And that's just a, you know, example of adversity for a three or four or five-year-old. You know, it changes. Um, and then you kind of look back, oh, that wasn't that bad, you know. Um, and some people remember when they learned to tie their shoes for the first time, and some people don't. But, you know, that's a, a little example of, of something, a situation where maybe it, it was really difficult in that moment. But looking back, oh, you know, that wasn't the worst thing that has happened in my life. So there's situations where we kind of go through um, and we can look back 
that's why I encourage athletes or, or basketball players or whatever sport to sometimes keep a journal to keep things written down so they can build that memory and so they can remember, hey, I've been through this tough situation before. I remember I was at the end of the game and I had to make this free throw, you know, and I made it. Or I remember that I was at the end of the game and had to defend this pass or this was coming out of a timeout. We ran this. You know, we can have those different memories and build on those. And sometimes if those um, memories aren't good, certainly we can learn from them. Like if you missed a free throw at the end of the game, okay, well then maybe that's something I need to make sure I work on in practice. So you can learn from that. But the primary focus is to get those good memories so you can build that confidence. Um, and that's why Michael Jordan was so great is he continued to build on those good memories and it, it stuck with him. He, he has so many good memories um, when he made a decision to focus and keep his head up and keep moving forward and knowing that he had to earn everything, um, kind of going back to those keys. And that's, that's one of the things that he did um, that's made him the, the player and the legend that he is. Cool. So the letters keep getting better. Uh, I like E. It's my favorite letter so far. Remembering what you've earned and working towards what you want to earn gives confidence and gives you perspective too. So what does the why stand for? So the why is that you can be your own coach. Um, cheer your cell phone and then you can do it. So just focus on that why. So this is a time where bringing back those, those memories, trusting on uh, keeping our head up, uh, knowing that everything's earned, we almost have to tell ourselves that. And, and I know it sounds silly that people don't want to say, yeah, I talk to myself, but you know, there's, a, there's really a good time to practice that and do that. Um, when you're all on the court, you're, you're by yourself. Sure, you and your coach kind of cheering and things like that, or your parents or you know, other people, teammates, but in large part, you're alone by yourself competing. And so there's times and moments in the game where you have to kind of remind yourself, okay, I'm calm. I can handle this. I've been working hard. I remember my training. Those are good things to remember. Um, and so you can kind of tell yourself that. Um, so one of the things is in this tough situation that we're going through is we can kind of coach ourselves up. We can say, all right, you know, Sawyer, you can get through today. Um, you can focus on today. Here's the things that you're going to work on. Um, and then we're going to continue to, to do our best. And we don't want to give ourselves false promises. You don't want to say everything's perfect or the next game I'm going to have 50 points. I'm going to score 50 points or whatever. You know, you don't want to make false promises, but being um, mentally tough is coaching yourself, believing in yourself. And telling yourself that, literally telling yourself, hey, I'm going to get through today. Today, I'm going to accomplish things. I'm going to handle things the way I can. And then just see what I can do. Um, and so, again, it's, you know, believing that you can do it, that you can accomplish things, whether it's schoolwork. You know, I know a lot of students have kind of um, half done schoolwork or they get frustrated with schoolwork. Um, you know, apply it in there, you know, even though it's, online and it's different and maybe students aren't getting as much help from the teachers or from parents or others 
certainly, hey, I can do this. I can get through this. I can figure things out. Um, and so it's continuing to kind of coach, coach yourself up and believe in yourself and tell yourself that. And then once you tell yourself that, then you tend to believe it. We tend to believe um, what we tell ourselves. You probably heard the phrase, you are what you eat, um, kind of goes along with, you know, if you eat a lot of junk food, your body tends to kind of uh, lean that way. It's not going to be as healthy and as balanced. And certainly everybody likes treats and desserts and burgers and things like that. But obviously we can't do that all the time. Same thing with our thoughts. We often become what we think. Um, there's a famous quote, um, whether you are or whether you're not, um, let me think how it goes. Um, you're right. It's something yeah <laughs> i think it was right whether you, what do you think you are what do you think right. you are yeah. you're right yeah um and so I, I tell people you are what you think and there's a good chance with the you to focus on coaching yourself up and when you do that you tend to have that belief and then that belief becomes energy to get through the day it becomes motivation and when people are taking those steps they're passing everyone else whether it's in basketball whether it's in life, uh, people are moving forward. The people that are, oh, I don't know about today, I'm so frustrated. And then what happens when we're frustrated, we kind of sit on the couch or we kind of mope and our mood turns sadness. And then we, at the end of the day, we haven't accomplished anything. All we've done is maybe watch a couple of TV shows or Netflix and then it's been, we've kind of wallowed in our sadness and that's gotten us nowhere. Um, and so we can either get ahead of people that are kind of moping, whether it be in basketball or people that are kind of frustrated that they can't play, or you can say, you know what, I'm going to go down the street and dribble the ball or, you know, whatever it is that can be accomplished, um, whether it's sports or grades or life. Uh, there's a chance to coach yourself up and, and kind of believe in that. Okay. All right. So what is – S, what does that letter and keys stand for? So the S in keys is selfless play. So obviously in basketball, um, sometimes it's giving up the ball. Um, and recently uh, in the, I guess, Coach Jackson was talking to uh, Michael Jordan in a clip that I saw. And I can't remember what, it was one of the playoff games. And one of the ideas was that, um, Coach Jackson wanted to get the teammates involved early and that to take some of the pressure off of Michael Jordan so he wouldn't necessarily double or triple team them and get the teammates involved where they make some shots, they get some early confidence, and now the opponent has to really hone in and has to really you know, be flexible enough knowing, hey, there's other guys that can shoot and make plays and so you can't pull all your eggs in one basket. And so early on, Coach Jackson, you know, hey, sure, you can make this shot, but I want you to really get your teammates involved because that's going to boost their confidence. And that's going to also put the other team, make, make them aware that it's not just you, Michael, that it's, it's a team. It certainly is an important part, but selfless play. So, you know, again, it's how do we get others involved um, to make the team and certainly everyone will have their chance to have their shining moment, but part of it's, you know, selfless play um, and continue to, continue to move forward. So 
applying it maybe in our situation that we are now, you know, selfless is certainly, there's a lot of times we want to go out and do things and we can't or parents won't let us and figuring out, all right, how can we be selfless? Right now, I'm frustrated. Mom and dad are frustrated or aunt and uncle or grandma and grandpa. Everybody's a little bit frustrated. And so when we're kind of thinking selflessly, okay, you know, again, what can I control today or how can I make the most of my situation? How can I move forward, do my best? How can I continue telling myself that? And then how can I be selfless in terms of, hey, sometimes I know I might have to do some extra chores or now it's really yard work season, right? So everybody's having to do a little more yard work or whatever it is. Sometimes it might be stepping up um, without being asked doing things, but we're all having to give up something certainly during this challenging time. And that's kind of what, what selfless uh, might be right now for us. Is it, Hey, I have to give up some things I want to do or things I like, but that's part of being selfless. Um, and that makes a better team. So if you're in a family, you know, the family's going to get along better when everybody's chipping in and certainly, you know, um, that doesn't always mean that boys and girls are going out making money, doing jobs. Um, sometimes it may be other things. So it's just trying to figure out what is that role and how can we be selfless? And so sometimes for me, um, it's a little different now. My wife's kind of been working from home and I have a little boy who's running around and has lots of energy and I have to figure out, all right, how can I give my wife a break? Even though I'd rather sit down and watch TV or I want a break, sometimes I have to kind of think differently and think selflessly. And so it's figuring out, all right, what can I do to maybe help out my family? And then same way, you know, going back to, to basketball, sometimes it's just to get them involved and contribute because not only is that building confidence, but then your teammates begin to trust you. Your family begins to trust you when you're helping out, when you're doing extra things, when you're respectful. Um, you tend to earn trust. And then later on, you get some things that you want, you know, not necessarily fancy expensive things, but you get opportunities. Um, you get to do things that you want to do or want to try. But if you're not being selfless, it's going to be hard. Same thing on a team. You know, if you're a ball hog all the time or you're the one that's kind of frustrating or pouting or talking to the coach in a bad way and you're not really being selfless, not only does that kind of hurt you, but, but it hurts the team and the team distrusts you. And sometimes the coach has second guesses about, uh, you know, they really are they really listening to what I'm trying to teach them or coach them. So selfless is kind of the S and it's really important that we do that, um, not only in basketball, but, but in our families and in life too. I like it. So the K, keeping our head up and making sure that we know this won't last always. The E, everything has to be earned. We're remembering what we've already earned and using that memory bank to build confidence and looking forward towards what we want to earn. Uh, the Y in terms of being our own coach, and giving ourselves positive reinforcement, and being the coach we don't have at the moment, and the S, selfless play, building that selfless muscle now. So when we get to the team play, it's not something that we have to learn or start from scratch with. So we have athletes, we have parents, or whomever is using this acronym, and just working hard. 
and taking them all of them to heart, what are some of the, uh, what's some of the wisdom that you give in terms of mental health whenever we actually do need to rest, since rest is a part of the regimen, what do you suggest when people need to actually take a break and keep in mind their mental health? Right. So one of the things I would say first is trying to have some sort of routine. Obviously, we know every day is not normal like it was in, in January or February, but, you know, have some sort of routine. And I know that students want to sleep in a little bit. And so sleeping in till eight instead of getting up at six is OK. But I, I've talked to several people who have stayed up to three and four in the morning and then slept during the day. And that's not good for our bodies. Um, it's not good for our minds and it's not good for our mental health. Um, so sleep is important, but sticking to some sort of routine or somewhat. So one of the things that I'm trying to do is in the mornings, you know, depending on my schedule, making sure that I go out and I go for a jog, you know, I'm not able to do some of my regular exercises now or some of the things. Um, and so I'll go for a run in my neighborhood. And so I'll do that not every morning, but a couple of mornings a week. And so try and have certain routines that, are kind of the same. So my body doesn't get really out of whack. Um, and my mind, you know, kind of to some degree, we know, hey, it's not normal, but I'm gonna try and keep it as normal as I can. Um, as far as with a break, you mentioned that sometimes it's just going outside for a little bit. Um, sometimes it's, you know, uh, being able to communicate with your family, hey, I need a break, I need a few minutes. Being able to talk to people, I know we text a lot, but just because it's, and you've probably heard this, but because it's social distancing doesn't mean, um, or physical distancing doesn't mean social distancing. And so I think phone calls is important. You know, call your friends. Sure, we can text, but call, you know, call your family members. Uh, talk to these people. That's really important more than just, um, you know, texting is being able to, to talk to people. Um, part of the routine is also, you know, get up, get dressed. Um, you know, again, mentioned as far as a break, getting outside. Um, that's great. Um, trying to move. So certainly everyone, hopefully everyone, um, moms, dads, guys, girls, that everybody's doing some activity. Um, like I said, some days I'm, I'm jogging, but even the days I'm not jogging, I'm outside playing with my, my three and a half year old. We're, throwing the football or he has a little basketball goal inside or he, he plays golf a little bit or baseball. So he bounces from thing to thing and I'm running around with him. We run around the house. He likes to race. That's one of his favorite things. He's like, hey, dad, let's race. And he'll run around the house and we'll race. So getting some sort of activity is really good, not only to keep us in shape, but mentally helps us, helps our, our brain chemicals and chemistry that helps us a whole lot. Just getting fresh air and then getting some activity uh, makes us a lot better. Um, so those are those are some you know important things. Um, you know, making sure, like I said earlier, kind of balanced diet or or drinking, making sure we're drinking lots of water. Um, that's good. Uh, figure out sometimes where you need to take a break. If you can't go outside, all right, does that mean I need to go into a different room or my room? And what do I do? Do I need to, you know, maybe read or do something different? Um, figure out a new activity. You know, we, we certainly like 
our television and YouTube and things like that, but try something new, figure out something you've never done before. And at first it might seem awkward or different, or maybe even old fashioned for some of the guys and girls, you don't want to do some of the old fashioned things, but those things, you know, are not as bad as, as we think they are. Um, so do something new, uh, figure out something new. And that could be something that, you know, if you have a basketball goal and you're right-handed, you know, work on some left-hand shots, do some trick shots, you know, play a game of horse with your parents or moms and dads, you know, play, make up a game and play, play with your son or daughter. Um, so that's something you can do is just be creative and have some fun. Um, do something new that maybe you don't um, do, you know, try and find something to laugh about. Um, because he's three and a half, he's really silly, but my wife and I have so much fun. We talk about some of our best times are just laughing um, with our son. Um, and that's really important to continue, you know, laughing and having fun, even though things are tough, you know, we can still laugh and have fun. Um, so that's something that we can do. Um, some people like writing or drawing, you know, coloring, those things are, can be good. Um, so, we can do lots of different things, uh, but again, just focus on the day and what's important now and what do we need to do to get through today and don't look too far in the future. And Sawyer, I thank you for your time, the knowledge and uh, the tactical advice for athletes and professionals to ease some of the stress caused by COVID-19. So is there anywhere that we can find you if a parent wants to inquire about your services for their athlete or any professional who wants to increase their performance, where can they find you? Yes, so my website is just my name, www.sawyer.com. And that has my contact information on there and a little bit about what I do and who I've worked with. Um, again, that's www.sawyernix.com and find me there. Um, also, my phone number, you can certainly give me a call, and this is on the website as well, 864-706-3910. And they can find that, you know, again, my contact information is on the website, but that's my cell number that they can get in contact with, and then we can figure out how yeah, I can help them. Absolutely. Hey, man, thanks again for stopping by. All right. Now, I appreciate it. And, um, you know, one last thing is just to remind people, you know, that this is temporary. You know, this isn't going to last forever. So just remind yourself and, and be real. Um, acknowledge that things aren't good. We don't want to pretend that they're not, but that we can really do this and we can think about those keys. And there's going to be good days ahead. Hey, thank you for listening. This podcast is free and you get what you pay for. All jokes aside, if this is valuable enough for payment, please remember to rate and subscribe. And if you have a question you want answered live on the show, go to anchor.fm backslash playmakers and ask your question now.